Hello, everyone, wherever you are. Welcome to Scoops. I'm your co-host, Mr. Thomas. Miss Post. Miss Post, a little under the weather, had a little respiratory infection, uh, so she lost her voice, but she's gutted it out here at school. And this evening, we're in the studio producing. Uh, happy April. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, no one got pranked with April Fool's. But not too long of an episode today. Big Final Four preview. Uh, it should be an incredible Final Four from New Orleans. Got Duke Carolina first ever tournament meeting between the two rivals, uh, UNC and eight seed Duke a two, a very blue blood Final Four despite only one number seat, one number one seed making it. Got Kansas that is the number one seed against Villanova. Should be two great games. Uh, I wish I would have invested more in my plan to go like I wanted to. As Miss Post said, I probably would have complained how much it cost, which is true, but it still would have been sick to be there. Uh, so we'll make some picks here a bit. Not too much to get into today. Uh, a couple comments on energy and things like that. And again, Democrat hubris and just their other utter incompetence when it comes to governing. And also uh, a few things on extremism because I saw a headline that was alarming, which isn't too surprising, but we'll talk about that a bit. And obviously make some picks as well, but Miss Post, how are you doing? The best I can with what I got. How do you feel that March Madness is almost over? Um, That's kind of crazy. It kind of feels over to me after that first day or two, you know. Um, the, I don't know. It's just the hype, you know. You're right. You're you right. get a taste of it, and you want that every day. So 16 so. games each day is hard to yeah. beat. You're right. You're right. Uh, and it's just a long off season, man. My boys and I used to call the the sports dead season the recruiting season, and then the sports season is the recruiting off season because you're occupied on weekends. But it's a long five months till the NFL, so we will. Try to get some new content out for scoops. Maybe get a social media presence if Miss Post okays it. Because sometimes if we can't get a show in before we make picks, we got to put our picks out. But, you know, Miss Post, she, she's more afraid of the mob than me. So we got to tread lightly. Any comments on that, Miss Post? No. So I want to talk real quick. I saw this headline. Uh, you know, it, it is good to read articles from different news sources, despite the obvious bias and, and, and you know, Democrat-leaning content they have uh but it's good to read i just to know what what's being said and how to respond to it and, and you know get different points of view and things like that but the headline was about some pastor who was quote unquote the increasingly extremist views was dividing the congregation and to be fair i did not read the article so i don't want to speak on what it says but i'm kind of just talking about the the concept in general we talked about this a bit on scoops before but you know it's funny how like those that exercise or only far right people are viewed as extremist, right? Like, and it's not even really, you don't have to be far right to have extremist views, right? Like you might not want to get the COVID vaccine and that's like an extremist view, right? So a couple things to dissect about that. First of all, again, as we know, anybody who is in media or big tech or academia, they assume they're like masters of the universe. They act like, you know, they, they know all their, their, um, they're global citizens, they're superior, they know, like, they're just educated, they're elite, right? So anybody who doesn't agree with what they say is assumed to be wrong and, and, and basically, like, um, prehistoric. Uh, I can't think of the exact term, but primitive, primitive. Mm-hmm. So let's let's start with that as a, as a talking point. And again, there has there been an increase in extremism in the last 10 years or so? Probably. I mean, statistics seem to say that though that can be misleading but there's been more obviously of 
whether you want to call far far right, obviously, but again, it goes the same lines with Antifa, right? It's not like Antifa, like what our, our fearful or our fearless leader, President Biden, says Antifa is not just an idea, right? So extremism has risen on both sides, and, and, and Trump did bring in a lot more of far right people as voters and things like that. That is part of his base. It's, it's not a large part of his base. The man got 74 million votes, second most in history. It's not like they were all Klan members or, or Nazis. Nor, nor were many, but you know there were some, obviously. But anyway, views that don't align with big tech and the media and and academia do not make you an extremist, right? Again, e even if you were an anti-vaxxer, let's say you didn't you didn't believe in vaccines, does that really make you an extremist? I mean, it's it's a wrong view. It's, it's conspiratorial, but is that really extremist? Number one, number two, just because you don't want to get the COVID vaccine, for example. That doesn't make you extremist, okay? And just because you question something and, and don't like what the government does, that does not make you conspiratorial. Conspiratorial. For example, when the when the Freedom Convoy is supposed to come to the U.S., the Washington Post is all like, "Oh, you know, it's just a lot of far right far right groups and and, and conspiracy mongers." And again, I'm sure that was part of it. But people who don't believe in mandates are not conspiracy mongers. And again, the ironic part is it used to be that the media questioned everything. Even things that were obvious they would question. Those in power like, oh, why should you do this? Is this really what it is? Media members' job was to be like a pain in the ass, to be a nuisance, to like poke and prod even when there's nothing to poke and prod. Now it's the total opposite. They don't ask any questions. If you question anything the government does, you're, you're an extremist. And again, what is the Washington Post mantra? Democracy dies in darkness. Literally, they question nothing. Nothing the Biden administration says they question. If you question masks or vaccines or Ukraine support or energy independence, you're an extremist. You're a conspiracy theorist. So notice, it's not even that it's a disagreement. It's that you're an extremist. And that, that, lies, that sums up the divisions right there because they view half of the country, which generally half the country is conservative, half is liberal, usually in the middle, or, you know, moderate, moderate liberal, moderate conservative. But they view half the country as primitive, cavemen, ass backwards, hanging on to their guns and their Bibles, don't know what they're talking about, don't know how to work an iPhone. And, and that's exactly why we're in the space we are, because those in the media and things like that, instead of covering the stories and asking hard-hitting questions, it's like they have to show their virtue. They have to show how educated or how elite they are by agreeing with whatever their overlords say in big tech or, or corporate America or things like that. Thoughts on that, Ms. Post? No, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. And so I want to take a different direction with that too. But let's just say that someone who is, doesn't want the COVID vaccine is an extremist. Again, horrible premise, but let's just say that. So are only those that are in the Midwest and the South and the Great Plains and, and don't get the COVID vaccine, are those the only extremists? Because those that hold you know, quote-unquote contrarian views and views that don't align with, with, with the elites, if you're using that definition of extremism, then there's a hell of a lot of people on the left that are extremists. For example, let's look at COVID, right? If you're wearing a mask outside, A, that's pretty extremist on its own. But B, definitely using the definition from the elites, you're super extremist. Because why? You're not following science. You're paranoid. You're, you're not... Uh, you're not recognizing risk. You're not trusting authority. So isn't that extremist right there? I don't see headlines about that. I don't see headlines about the dangers of 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 extremism and of, of COVID extremism. Why not? I wonder why. 
because that's virtue, as we like to say, virtue signaling, virtue. Uh, what else? Take the transgender movement, right? So you can, it, it's almost like if you say that sex can't be assigned at birth because sex is just an anatomy, it's like you're extremist, like, oh, uh, uh, anti-medical movement. But if you say there's 25 different genders, Emily, and there's, uh, uh, you can be one, one, it's, it can be both immutable, immutable and fluid, you're like, th that's a mainstream view. So again, isn't that extremist? Isn't that extremist? That used to be a, a pretty far out there take. Right. Now it's a mainstream Democrat and elitist view. How is that possible? We flipped. Exactly. We flipped everything. So again, not only is it, it used to be not mainstream, but now it's like if you are mainstream, that's extremist in their eyes. Think about that. Think about that. So yeah. like my boy Jason Whitlock says, saying that men can't get pregnant is like a controversial statement. Think about that. But yet those same ones that say it's a controversial statement are the same ones that love to point out others that are extremists. If you say men can get pregnant, you are an extremist. Period. There's, Period. Yeah. How? <laughs> it's crazy. I just can't even put that into words. So you have two, again, there's two layers to what's going on in, in culture. Again, anything you don't agree with, you're, you're an extremist. And the views they regard as mainstream and acceptable are, are extremist on their own and B, used to be far out their beliefs. So ex left extremism is now acceptable, whereas right, quote unquote, extremism is neo-Nazism. So take another example, right? Russia and Ukraine. Again, it doesn't have to be so black and white. It, isn't it amazing that those that like love to reject God and divine are, are the same ones that demand like a black and white? It's like, if you don't support everything about Ukraine, you're pro-Putin. What does it even mean? Life is complicated. Issues are complicated, right? You can say that Ukraine is being wronged without saying that we should send troops or that Ukraine's perfect or that we need to get involved besides what we're doing now, whatever you want to say, right? Putin's evil. Russia is an enemy, which again, Mitt Romney said that 10 years ago and everyone laughed at him, but obviously he was right, okay? But does that mean we should really invest a lot in Ukraine? Does that mean we can do much? Does that mean that... Uh, it's really our fight. No, of course not. I think we're doing a good job. We're helping them. It's all because of their um, resolve that we're doing anything. If they got slaughtered, it wouldn't make a difference, and Russia would probably invade a NATO country next. So far, it hasn't happened. We'll see. Um, but again, also what would have helped? Less reliance on Russian oil. Trump said that. And more NATO defense spending. Trump said that. So we talked about that, though, already. A, Trump's not president. And B, Putin didn't invade Ukraine on Trump's watch. And C, Trump warned Europe to not be relying on Russian Russian supplies. But besides that, again, you can say that Putin is wrong and we should help Ukraine without saying that Zelensky's a saint or Ukraine's a model for democracy or it's, a, it's an existential threat to the United States. Not everything, not everything is black and white. And as my boy Whitlock said, people are saying it's treasonous to not defend Ukraine or to stand up for Russia. Which, first off, I don't think you should stand up for Russia. But in America, you have the right to do that, right? The whole thing about communism, communism 70 years ago was more widespread. Well, it used to be more widespread. Now it's, again, a mainstream view in, in the Democratic Party. But, like, the witch hunts for communists was condemned by the media and those on the left because why? That was anti-free speech, anti-Americanism. Okay, so they, they supported the right of people to 
be anti-American. And that constitutionally, they should. That's correct. But now it's treasonous to not condemn Russia and to not stand up for Ukraine. Treasonous. Whereas at the same time, you can condemn the American flag all you want and say how horrible America is and the Constitution is racist and things like that. And that's a lot. So what sense does that make? How can you tell somebody there's treasonous for not standing up for a different country? A different country. Think about that. Again, extremist. Extremist. That's an extremist view. Any thoughts on that, Miss Post? No, it's just crazy. Again, treasonous to not stand up for Ukraine, even though you're an American citizen. And again, I think you should. I'm not a, I'm not a Putin agent, but just because you don't agree with everything that's going on in terms of the defense of Ukraine and things like that, doesn't mean you're a Putin agent. It's just like the racist tag or the Nazi tag. If everybody's a Nazi, then no one's a Nazi. If everyone's a white supremacist, then no one's a white supremacist because no, there's no grouping. But besides that, again, in America, you have the right to support whatever cause you want or don't want, especially a foreign entity. And as noted liberal Bill Maher, who's really become more, main, more modern in recent years because the left has gone so far to the left, if Russia, if Russia weren't white, there's no way that people would be, would be supporting um, banishing their citizens and boycotting corporations and boycotting musicians and things like that. And he's exactly right. You never, first of all, we didn't do it to China. We just saw it two years ago. We didn't do it to China. In fact, we're defending China more than the U.S. As we talked about, Twitter did not even suspend the CCP for saying that COVID formed in the U.S. But besides that, again, so if Russia was not white, and if Russia was not white, there's no way that they would be facing as much pushback with their citizens or their people. And again, I don't think they should, just like I don't think China should. But if you, you can't say that you can't criticize China because you're criticizing the people, but then turn around and criticize all of Russia. Again, hypocritical and, and occurs because Russia's mostly white. Second, as we talked about, these same corporations that are pulling out of Russia and, and supporting Ukraine and, and, and sanctioning Russia, why didn't they do it for COVID? COVID was allegedly the biggest threat in the history of the world. Shut everything down for it. If you don't wear a mask, you want me to die. But yet they do nothing to China, despite their, their, them hiding it, spreading it, not cooperating in the investigation, blaming the U.S. I wonder why they didn't pull out. Why do you think, Miss Post? Sorry, I'm so <laughs> Well, you know, it's because they're making money off China. Of course. This is NBA players. NBA players, they, play, they paint Black Lives Matter on the court in the bubble in 2020, taking a knee for the anthem. But half the guys got shoe deals with China. Who's committing, again, current actual genocide against the Uyghurs. Current genocide. But that's radio silence. Why? Because they're making money from China. And that's fine. Go ahead and make money from China. I think it's wrong. It's The only thing I realize that can actually destroy America is that mindset of hating America, even though America gets you rich. But whatever, that's fine. Get rich off China. But then don't speak out of both sides of your mouth and condemn America when you're in, and say, we stand up for dignity and human rights. Obviously not, because you can do anything to China about the human rights violations, A, or B, their cover of COVID, which is a big deal, even if, even if I'm being dramatic about, you know, deadliest thing in the history of the world, which is not, but that's, that's what the attitude was. But it is still a big deal, but they did nothing about it. Why not? And we already answered that, because it was deemed racist, makes no sense, and they're getting rich off China. Russia, they can afford to lose a lot of their money in Russia, and Russia's all white, and... They, there's no Twitter mob that's saying, 
oh, uh, well, attacking Russia is an attack on this minority or this ethnicity, whatever you want to say. So, again, extremist views, extremist views. How is it, how is it wrong to attack China for covering up COVID, a pandemic? Again, so deadly, shut down schools, shut down uh, events, wear a mask or you want me to die. But it's not wrong to attack all of the Russian people and all of the Russian industries and musicians and things like that, even those around the world that aren't even in Russia anymore. Think about it. Extremist views. Extremist views. So real quick, as an aside, Miss Post and I had this service event this weekend. Uh, it, it should be a lot of fun, but we have to just say, I mean, Adam, we went one episode without saying it, but I mean, the mass, I mean, it's just, it's just absurd. So first off, the last two events, we've had mass mandates, and that's fine, you know, again, Serving food, whatever, county mandate, whatever. But they used to have two lines. Excuse me, you'd just be able to pass. You would pass the bag you were serving down each line. Okay, so they stopped that because of COVID. So now one person has to hold it. And they dump the ingredients in as the person goes down. Okay, so actually, no, I think I flipped that. I flipped that. It used to be one person would pass it down. And now it's that only one row they pass from side to side to each other because of COVID. And again, quote unquote, COVID related. Everything's COVID related. It's a new global warming, right? Like I hurt my leg or I didn't sleep a lot. I stressed about COVID. Anyway, so they said no more having one person on the other side because of COVID. So does COVID only spread or does COVID not spread on one side? When you go side to side, does it not spread? Does it not spread when you change hands? What sense does that make? So now back to the mask. So they still have a mask mandate because of food safety. Okay, well, again, here's the basic question. Did you wear a mask before COVID? No. So why wear a mask now? Did you take more precautions? Are you taking more precautions on food safety now than before? Why? That's not very trustworthy. <clears throat> a and B, what signs change? Did the science change about food safety? Did you need to take more precautions now? No, of course not. So again, stupid, stupid. And you know what? I, I'm not going to wear it. I'll wear it in. That event starts, it's coming right off. They won't kick me out. Think about this. I want them to kick me out of an event feeding hungry kids and then paint me as the bad guy. My conscience is clear if they do that. Uh, also, to wrap things up, Miss Post before we make picks, we have... Uh, our last extremist view, that's mainstream the Democratic Party, again, not called extremist because it's accepted by culture and, and the elites. Uh, look at the mask guidance, right? When the CDC changed their quarantine guidance from 10 to 5 days in December and removed the mask guidance in, in late February, or early, yeah, late February, early March, what was said by, by the Corona Bros? Oh, it's guided by politics. Oh, it's just, it's, it's just capitalism. It's the corporations. Okay, so first off, of course it's political. It's always been political. People on the right have said that and we're called extremists, number one. Number two, are you saying you don't trust the science? You don't trust the experts? The same experts you said for two years are, are, are on the right side of history and I trust science and science is real and I choose science. Now you don't anymore? Why not? So, obviously you see the irony the same, they, they support science when it supports what they want, they want to do and they want to believe. Okay. But also not only that, but if we are pro-science, then why aren't those that are now 
still masking or, or refusing to do anything or, or being paranoid or refusing to leave their house, why are they not viewed as extremists? Why are we not saying, hey, it's probably not good that people are doing this. Why aren't we saying, hey, these people are forming a movement that is not healthy and, again, is extremist and far left and out there and, and, and not healthy for society? But no, it's old. It's just, you know, the anti-maskers paranoid that they don't feel safe around them. I rest my case. <clears throat> Any thoughts on that, Miss Post? I'm sorry, I don't. <laughs> so let's review that again. For two years, the pro-mask crowd, pro-shutdown crowd said the science says. The science now changes and they're like, oh, it's political. It's a conspiracy. A, what happened? I thought they were trust the science. B, it was political. They just enjoyed it before because it was what they wanted to do. And C, why are they not viewed as extremists? Because they're questioning the science and saying it's, it's a conspiracy and whatever. And D, why is that paranoia accepted, promoted, and not cared for? in society send us your thoughts at coach thomas 2021 adam tomorrow take off the mask and take off the ring please do it <clears throat> all right final four picks this post go ahead uh <clears throat> kansas villanova who do you like game one 609 eastern not a second later gotta go villanova <coughs> good pick yes two seed they lost the key player yesterday, though, or last week. Excuse me. I'm going to go with uh, Kansas. I need them to win for my bracket help. Mm -hmm. So I went with the Jayhawks. I think they're, the they're playing really well. Number one seed, Kansas. Okay. Excuse me. <clears throat> Talking too much. Too much. Second game, the big one, Duke-UNC. Uh, rivalry game, obviously, you know, so much at stake. Kansas really better than that. I'm going to take North Carolina. They spoiled Coach K's last home game. I think they're playing better right now. And I think they have no fear. Their inside game's a difference, I think. Picking the heels. Oh, same here, actually. This is too many people got Duke Brendan for the brackets, so got to crush some more brackets, you know? Hey, man, I need Kansas to win and Duke to lose, so I like that, Miss Post. Uh, and you did win our pick them in the NFL, so you know not, your stuff. Not, not this. All right, so let's make our hypothetical picks here. Uh, so you have Villanova, North Carolina. Who would you pick in that game? Um, maybe Villanova. I don't know. Okay. I have no, I have no reasoning for that. <laughs> Just probably want them. And UNC Kansas. I'm actually going to take Kansas. I think it's their year. I think. A number one. Number one seed usually does win, even when only one makes the final four. So I'll take the Jayhawks if they play UNC. So Miss Post has Villanova over Carolina. I have Kansas over Carolina. Now let's do some hypos here so we can go back and check ourselves next week. So if mine was Kansas and Duke, I will still take Kansas. North Carolina, Villanova, I think I'll take North Carolina if that, if that was it. So if it's UNC, Nova, I'm taking UNC. If it's Kansas, Duke, I'm taking Kansas still. If it's Duke, Villanova... I'm taking Duke. I think they'll get it done against Villanova. Villanova lost the key guy. I think Duke would win. Okay. Let's go to your hypos now. So you said it was UNC Kansas. Let's say it's Duke yeah. Kansas. Who do you like in that one? <clears throat> um, probably Kansas. Okay. Let's say it's Villanova uh, Duke. I'll say Duke. Okay. And let's say it's UNC Kansas. 
That's the one you did not have. Uh, Kansas. Okay, so you have Kansas if they're playing UNC or Duke. Your actual pick is uh, <coughs> Villanova. Villanova over UNC. Mm-hmm. And your other pick is Duke over Villanova, as I have. So you have no... Uh, Nova over UNC. I have Kansas over UNC. Um, all right. We'll see how we do. Yes. Any final thoughts on this post? Um, I hope we are both better next time you listen to us. <laughs> this will be our last episode this season. Uh, we're going to take some time off. We're going on a little sabbatical. We're going our separate ways for a few weeks. Uh, hopefully nothing strange relationship. And uh, just some contract disputes. So we're, we're all good. We're all good. What are you um, talking about? You ruined it, Miss Post. April Fools. Mm-hmm. We're all good here. We'll be back next week. Uh, season one will end soon. Season two will start with our enemies of the state bracket sometime in July. Uh, and hopefully get social media presence out there. Send in your thoughts to Miss Post. So not to be afraid of the mob. Stand up to the mob, Miss Post. Have a great night. Enjoy the Final Four. And uh, go Bucks. No. Bye.